1: Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at Current.Tech.
0: What's up, you guys? It's take two, damn it. Again, this happens all the time now. Write a letter to your local senator, perhaps YouTube, YT creators. Not sure of the issue here, but the lag is fixed every time I restart. So it's probably my PC. So write your local Jimmy and tell him that even though he ordered me a machine last year, I need a new one. Sean Ross Sapp. It is Melissa's fault somehow. Thank you, Pat. This is Melissa's fault. Fightful Fightful.com. You Fightful.com. Know, you know the drill. We post exclusive news. We have results, we have photos, we have videos, we have podcasts. Very few sites in the space have as many exclusives as we do, and if they do, they've been around for decades. We're still brand new on the block, celebrating our two-year in about a week or two. You can also visit FightfulSelect.com. It is our premium service with additional podcasts, content, exclusives. It's a good time. You should check it out. You should also check out our friends over at omghee.com. That's omghee.com. I love cooking with ghee now. I don't use butter. I don't use margarine. I don't use... I can't believe it's not butter or canola oil or anything like that. I use ghee. Our world has become flooded with processed, genetically modified foods. If you eat butter, your YouTube stream will lag. I'm going to use ghee on everything and I will have a smooth sailing stream from now on. Take that however the hell you want. Natural organic foods are by far the best options for optimal nutrition. Ghee is a superfood, according to many top nutritionists and athletes, because of its high, healthy fat content. Their ghee is made of 100% organic essential fats, free of additives, preservatives, chemicals, and flavor enhancers. It is 100% pure, wholesome food. Ghee is the purified essence of butter and is a loaded with omega-3 and omega-9 essential fatty acids. It is a great source of vitamin A, D, E, and K and fights off the destructive effects of free radicals. Let them know you heard about us at Butter on Twitter. If you watch the MMA show, any of our MMA shows over the last month, we do have a discount code over there. Well worth checking out. Uh, you can really see how much they care about their product on Instagram, on Twitter. Give them some love and give us some love. Also given love, Jeff Hawkins, you have some news.
2: I do. Oh, yeah. Uh, Next week will be my last Smackdown live uh, post show. I am taking a job with normal hours and seeing as I will probably get out around five o'clock when Smackdown starts and I am, going to be at one of the worst intersections in Los Angeles for traffic. (laughs) The four Oh five on the way home. I probably will not be able to watch live, but I hope to still be part of the fightful family in some ways. Sean Rossap and I will figure something out.
0: Yes, we will. Very excited for Jeffrey Hawkins. It was money. Yeah. Pretty (laughs) tough decision, but that, Cash money makes it a little bit easier. Well,
2: well not only the cash money, but I, my supervisor and my manager are trying to score a deal. And the supervisor is willing to give me everything. And the manager's over here just undercutting everything. Yeah. Just, and I'm just like, You're not making this very hard for me. And the best part is one of my coworkers is quitting Friday. So <laughs> they're going to try to throw more money at me, hopefully. And I'll just laugh. I'll laugh at them. Ha, ha, ha. But uh, no, I'm taking a job at another firm where I'll be management. So it'll look good on the resume as well.
0: The next week will be your last week, at least doing this. It is (laughs) Jeff-a-palooza! Bring your clips. Bring Anna Bauert, Bring what you have. I think we're going to do Jeff, this is your life. Only it will just be crudely pasted stuff on a cardboard thing. (laughs) We won't actually have humans here.
2: It'll just be Sister Lucretia on a loop, probably, because I think that's my Ow. only hit.
0: <laughs> my God. Guys, if you all don't mind, share our link. This is a new stream, obviously. Stuff stays messed up on YouTube. I will have that fixed. Uh, by the time I get back from vacation on Monday, I will have that sorted out, and uh, we'll be dealing with that. And by that, I mean we've got to take a bat to the legs of some of those people at, at Google HQ. That's just what we got to do. What we got to do. So we're going to talk about the WWE Fox thing after SmackDown. But we're going to talk SmackDown first. A show tonight, which, by the way, that ending was not on the production script, which I will post on Fightful.com. I didn't get it until very, very late in the show. Overall, I just thought this show was just there.
2: It's the kind of show that if you're scrolling on your phone, you may look up occasionally. But, you know, it, it's filler. It, it felt a little bit like filler to me. And it's odd, given the number of people who are doing, like, media stuff in Southern California uh,
0: this weekend.
2: Half of them weren't even on the darn thing.
0: Isn't that a little weird? <clears throat> I mean, we, we mentioned Shinsuke Nakamura got bitten by a dog. Police dog. A police dog. The popo, Police brutality.
2: What are we going to do? Oh, no, I'm not going to make light of well,
0: that. Well, you know That's what it. they say. Don't trust the police. No justice, no peace. They got me face down in the middle of the street. Poor Shinsuke Nakamura. What did he ever do besides punching a penis or seven? A shame. Miz brings out the Bludgeon Brothers just so he can talk trash about Daniel Bryan. Miz says that he suspects the Bludgeon Brothers want to be the new Miztourage and offer them roles in Rough, Rough, Ref. At this point, they got to make Rough, Rough, Ref, right? Or at least some mini show, right?
2: I like it as a running joke that will never exist. I really do. I, I want it to be <laughs> – you, you know how you have in in, in like uh, television shows, you have like uh, – you have the like especially television shows about Hollywood, the fake project posters – on there. Yes. I I want I, you know what just one day I want them walking down the hall and there's a rough rough ref poster as they pass by and they make no mention of it. It's just yes. up there and it's a little easter egg for those of us in the know. That's that's my dream for this bit.
0: I would like to see the Miz trying to gain financing for Rough Rough Ref. <laughs> <laughs> like working really hard, doing what he can. They could even have <laughs> I would love for them to plant a scene in Miz and Mrs. He's like, yeah, I'm meeting with <laughs> I'm meeting with executive producers about the possibility.
2: Actually, when they do the joke, I want it to be in like a general manager's office or Vince McMahon's office. And I don't want it to be rough, rough, ref. I want it to be rough, rough, ref part two.
0: Yes. <laughs> Fantastic.
2: So that everybody's going, wait, did I miss the first one? Where is it? <laughs>
0: They're interrupted by Daniel Bryan, who is spoiling for a fight. Luke Harper seems keen on the idea of it. He has one line. This was the Miz carrying the segment. And to be honest with you, this doesn't happen very often, but you could completely miss it. It's not often that happens with a Miz promo, but you can just completely miss it.
2: Yeah, I thought Miz did all right for what it was. I mean, I liked the whole being scared of talking to the Bludgeon Brothers. I I, I thought that was kind of cool, but overall... Yeah, it's missable. It's Miz and missable.
0: Real weird. The Miz just ran his mouth for several minutes. Harper had one line. Rowan had none. I just feel like the Bludgeon Brothers worked a lot better as Wyatt family members instead of hammer-wielding foot soldiers from Ninja Turtles, man. Like, I love that he's from
2: Rochester, and he still has a southern accent.
0: Yeah. Also, I mean, <laughs> I think their gear, like, there are oftentimes, I think, Tag teams looking like a tag team, like they say works. I think they look like more of a unit how they used to dress. As weird mm. as that sounds, because you wouldn't expect those two guys to talk about what they're going to wear before they do it. And that's the thing that has to enter your mind at some point is that Harper and Rowan sit down and say, "No, let's let's go with the purple gear."
2: Actually, yeah, the, the, the
0: thing is around <laughs> this way. I like it.
2: You know, you know what the most. uh <laughs> the most inconsistent part of the whole gear thing is if these two are as nutty as they say they are, they wouldn't take off the masks. They'd wrestle in the mat. Well, we need come on. We need good cardio for this. Ooh, yeah. Let's take that off. No, they'd be gone. No, you know what? They'll scare the heck out of kids. If we wear these masks in the ring. Yeah, that'd look kind of cool. Wear the purple today, Rowan.
0: New posts on fightfulselect.com this week include early access to a couple of articles, including one from Scarlett Harris comparing cast members of Glow Season 2 to that of uh, WWE Superstars. We got one of those comparisons. Zoya the Destroyer and Lana backstage, we get the cast of Glow 2. And I think that Allison breeze presence really helps this go around because she is the star of the show. And. Naomi and Lana are really buddying up, talking about what they could do together, and at least we get the feel the glow comment that I was bitching about for a year. I'm like, how are you going to bring those people in and not just at least say that? It's a dumbass catchphrase. It's terrible. They make probably plenty of money off of merchandise, but how are you going to have those people come in and not do that? They did it. Also, no karma. No awesome Kong interesting
2: yeah um
0: my my comment was this reminds me of the
2: new scooby-doo mysteries where the where the where the van would be driving down the road and then all of a sudden (laughs) jonathan winters you know they just run into some (laughs) random, random celebrity that's what that the girls from glow uh yeah whenever they have professional actors on here uh they really carry the dialogue in a way that other people can't now half the cast here was kind of gave no craps about it. We're kind of slouching off a bit and kind of, you know, phoning it in, but there were a couple that were, um, and of course I'm going to take pride in my, uh, they, someone asked, uh, what would the name of Alana and Naomi team be called? And the answer is obviously Chernobyl because of the Russian glow. Thank you. I'll be here all week. But uh, but overall, wish. I mean, this is a this is a. <laughs> rah, rah, rah. I'll get my trombone. Um, overall, you know, this is a nice plug. I'm looking forward to season two. Did you watch season one?
0: I did watch season one. It was very good.
2: And then what they needed was Mark Maron live on commentary and just saying something
0: that they- it's phenomenal. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I love that guy. Andrade, C, N. Almas and Zelina are backstage. They want competition after putting Sinkara on the shelf. I thought he was supposed to be their competition.
2: This is Emma is coming all over again. <laughs> it's two months, what. We're in, two, matches, we're in,
0: two job matches. That's it? That's all you got. Two job and, matches.
2: And four weeks of waiting for this feud. That may never happen. Who knows? I, I don't know. Uh, oh, it's nice that they're keeping him on screen, but all they do is they show Zelina talking smack, and, and that's about it doesn't get him over.
0: I just want to let you all know, Andrade Cien Almas has, I think he's had 10 house show matches with Singara at this point. 10. I want to see the guy wrestle. This is, okay, last night I posted a thing and I said, it's a real condemnation of your creative when you take a Ronda Rousey off of TV for a month when she's going to be on the show. People are like, oh, she's got movies to do, and she's got the Hall of Fame. She's wrestling two days after her Hall of Fame induction. She wrestled last weekend. She's going to be on another Raw within that 30-day window. She's there! But yeah. they don't have confidence enough that they can keep the interest or do something worthwhile. And it's the same thing. Authors of Pain. Oh, well, we 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 don't want them on the show if they're not going to be, well, I don't uh, know. I mentioned this Ty Dillinger too. The guy came out and got good pops and they were like, well, we don't want to beat him every week, but we don't have anything for him. Come up with something for him.
2: I'm going to give a little bit of pushback on the Ronda part. I've, Hell no. The other part, because they haven't been s- scripting from week to week. Hmm. Um, Rhonda is the stone cold template where they suspend her so that when she comes back, she gets the huge, oh, my God, I can't believe she's here, Pop.
0: But we know Um, it. she's running a countdown on her Instagram. I know.
2: I know this, and you know this. But the WWE universe doesn't know, you know, whatever. son of a bitch, how
0: dare you? (laughs) Uh,
2: You know, I mean, I I, I agree. I mean, if we had week-to-week planning, we wouldn't have these problems. I mean, if we had long-term planning.
0: Demon Diva, friend of the site, check her out on Twitter, notes that Kevin Owens is front row at a Shania Twain concert. Shania Twain? As we speak! What's the name of the song
2: that he's requesting?
0: I think it's... I I don't know, but I'll find out, because I'm pretty sure he requested it today. Son of a bitch. I went to the wrong Twitter account, but I'm sure he's sending videos. Yes, he is. Oh, man. He Instagramming it? When. The song is called When. when.
2: Yeah, I got to here. Okay.
0: <laughs> How did he get there? His car got turned over. Did he rent one? Did he take an Uber? I don't know. His
2: buddy, Bra- his buddy Braun drove him. Because Braun's probably a big Shania fan, too. Well,
0: apparently Braun took the keys, pulled the car up so he could flip it over. I mean, why else did he need the keys? Just a-
2: he, he wanted to go to the concert. He's a big fan of the woman in me.
0: Stone Osborne says somebody posted Kevin's entrance video with Shania as the music today. <laughs> oh, United States Championship. So this was slated to be Jeff Hardy against Shinsuke Nakamura, but Shinsuke got bit by a goddamn dog. I won't get to use that one that often, I don't think. No. So. <laughs> Eric Young answers the challenge, the open challenge. Looks good early on, but boy do they botch this twist of fate. How hideous was that thing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know much about the technicalities of things, but that did not look good.
0: That was so mistimed. They mistimed that twice. Twice. Hmm. If this were a class, I would call much of this match busy work, but the crowd loved it. They, they were they were into uh, Jeff Hardy. They were into everything that he did tonight. By the way, guys, I'm not skipping over Rusev, Xavier Woods. I just wanted to get this thing out of the way. The Usos get involved after a double crossbody. Match is thrown out. It's an all-out war, and then without warning, we get a six-man tag match that starts in the break. Anything?
2: Let me explain something. The two biggest pops the past 48 hours were this fight amongst Sanity and the Usos and Hardy and Bailey beating up Sasha. People want to see a fight when they come to a wrestling show. All your skits, all your comedy, all your lovely dancing matches. If you have two people fighting, and it seems like there's actual fisticuffs going on, people are going to pop for it. The end.
0: Sure. Well, Well, I mean, I,
2: I loved Alexander. I loved that whole lead up into the fight where Alexander Wolf looks like he's... Happy to
0: about to get his butt kicked.
2: I I thought that was great. He's He's got
0: great mannerisms and facial expressions and all that. No Jeff Hardy theme. No old Jeff Hardy theme. A little weird. Because he cuts that stupid ass promo before. To me, the promo was bad. And it's not so bad it's good like the old broken Jeff Hardy promos were. It's just bad. Mm -hmm. Don't like them.
2: It's, it's trying to be deep, and, and Jeff doesn't pull off deep terribly well.
0: Yes, correct. Six-man tag match starts. Jeff Hardy and the Usos defeated Sanity in what I thought, honestly, was probably the best match of the show. Uh, we get a gut-buster axe handle for Sanity. They they work together very well. This was a far cry from the match that happened before. We get the big man in the ring post spot. Proud goes nuts for Jimmy Uso's hot tag. Mm -hmm. Runs through it, then runs his ass into Wolf's head. But then uh, Jimmy Uso gets flying elbow drop by Young. We get the air Uso, but Jay gets German suplex by Wolf, which is into a tag on Hardy, who hits the swanton for the win on Wolf. What do you think of Sanity losing their first match on SmackDown? Don't like it. Don't like
2: it the week after they beat the crap out of the Usos. Don't need 50-50. Need to establish sanity as something special. And now now it's like, eh, okay, these guys. Oh, Eric Young's going to lose again. Oh, this guy's going to lose again. They're, they're just – I'm not saying they're done. I'm just saying the wrong way to follow up on what was a hot debut.
0: I'm with you, man. I think you have to establish them right out of the gate. And they didn't do that. I mean, make right stars. Out of the be, yeah,
2: make stars, and you make stars by having them win. I'm sorry that it's not. It's not the hardest thing in the world, guys. It really isn't.
0: I think this is ill advised, especially when the tag team division can be something that really is an attraction. It's an exciting, goddamn form of wrestling. You have so much more leeway in some things. You don't have to sell as much. You don't. There are ways to get around things. You can surprise yeah, guys, people. You know what? That's the thing. You,
2: there are ways to get around things. If you don't want to beat sanity, you got guys in the back. You can beat that. Don't get on TV that much. You got local talent that you can bring in to get squashed. Jimmy friggin' Uso gonna be hurt by getting pinned here? No. Hell no. Hell no. Because it follows up to them getting the beatdown last week. If you beat one of the Usos this week. Because, look, have him sell before the match. Have him sell during the match. Have Sandy beat them because he's injured from the beatdown last week. Story continues. That's all you need. Every
0: time I look at Jeff Hardy, I assume he's selling a beatdown. The guy can't move half the time. (laughs) I don't know how bad that pinched nerve in his back is. But, Jesus, man, the guy barely moves. Danielle Fischel is at 205 Live tonight supporting Leo Rush. Nice. It's kind of fun. She uh, actually went to a PWG show once and saw him wrestle. Oh, okay. Could do a lot worse than having Topanga as a fan, that's for sure. We have the Rusev defeating Xavier Woods thing, and I had a lot of problems with this too. Okay. One week after, get into it. one week yes. after you had the handshake. They baby they got him faced healing.
2: him. They baby faced him last see. Somebody said, Well, yeah, it's because he's going against AJ Styles. I was like, well, you don't get it. Were you watching last week what happened? They baby faced him to the crowd and AJ was kind of healing on him a bit. And then they had <laughs> Aiden English come in and go full heel. And this week they're on the same page. And next week it'll probably be they'll baby him again. And Aiden English will do something stupid to make Rusev angry. And so on and so on and so forth. I did not understand this at all. I ju- and especially cutting the promo after the match to solidify it. As if you had any doubt.
0: This week, there was no Nakamura. The bar were not on the show. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles was not on the show. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair was not on the show. We knew she wasn't going to be on the show, but she wasn't on the show. Uh, did I mention Joe? No. Smoke Joe was not on the show. You didn't have the Good Brothers, which are pretty well. Uh, you out. did
2: it. You you did in a uh, cameo backstage.
0: Did they do a cameo backstage
2: when Daniel Bryan was warming up for his match? They no, were warming up go. with
0: the Good Brothers. There you go. You didn't have Oscar on the show. You didn't have Carmella on the show. Boy, that's that's a lot of your meat on that show right there. I'm talking your world champion. I'm talking your women's champion and her contender. Ooh, it's rough, man. No Iconics either. This was a hampered show. That being said, I mean, it wasn't particularly offensive, but man, if you missed everything but the last two minutes of this show, you you would have been just fine. If you are watching this show right now, this podcast, and you did not watch SmackDown Live, don't do it. Just watch the YouTube video of the Team Hell No Reunion. You're set. That's it. So this match is fine. It's, you know, it's whatever. But Aiden English comes out and he accurately appropriately says that pancakes suck because they do. Asks for a waffle like any gentleman would. Hmm. And then we, we get a back and forth react or match that either has no reaction or a positive reaction for Rusev. This is a very much play-the-hits kind of match. I do think it's kind of cool that a year ago, we were talking about Rusev cutting his own promos and refusing to debut without a title shot. Now he's finally got one. But
2: Well, here, here's the other thing. Is not only does it hurt Rusev because he was getting the natural babyface reactions, it hurts the New Day because the New Day doesn't want to root for The woods to beat up rusev it 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 makes them confused so you get kind of this tepid okay we'll watch him go through the moves type of match
0: you couldn't have just had the bar couldn't have had one of them face rusev Mm -hmm. rusev tells aj through the screen that he knows aj is scared there was nothing to this there was nothing to this at all it got rusev a win That's it. Let me posit something to you. Do you think
2: that the lack of care about the show had to do with the location?
0: I don't even know where it is. I'm assuming it's in L.A.
2: It was not Los Angeles proper. It was at the scene of where Jimmy Jacobs took the famous selfie with the bull Club, where we thought all in might be lovely Ontario, California, which is about half an hour, 45 minutes outside of L.A.
0: There you go. Um, it shouldn't have. They should care more when they bring in big star, big stars. When you got Glow there, and you have even somebody, if you have any celebrities there, they you brought Glow
2: want to, put on to awesome Ontario. Show. You know what? That that just blows me away. That the cast of Glow had to drive out to Ontario to do a cameo on SmackDown as opposed to Staples or even the Pond in Anaheim last night oh my goodness okay this
0: is weird you should want to impress people like that who have a large social media reach
2: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know I mean well who knows the UFC literally sold their company to a company that gave a bunch of celebrity shares and they can't even get social media love from people who own the company like Anthony Kiedis and people like that so yeah we'll see Mark Wahlberg all these guys that own the UFC now so maybe maybe um bitching for no reason. Maybe a stagehand almost gets punched by Becky Lynch, who is shadow boxing backstage, and knuckle lock. You have
1: one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast.
0: Opens up Becky's match with Sonya and it also opens up a knee for Sonya. But I will bitch about this until my dying day. I hate it when someone's shoulders are on the fucking mat and a pro wrestler doesn't go for a pin or waits 10 to 15 seconds and then goes for a pin. That's the whole point. You're there. That's the whole reason you're there. Allow
2: me, allow me this little vignette. From the, I believe, 1999, maybe 2000 documentary, Beyond the Mat. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon in his office, very smugly, looks in the camera, goes, We don't do professional wrestling here. We make movies. <laughs> That's the time for the bad guy to monologue, Sean Ross. At. That's the time for them to position and preen and peacock. And look, my opponent's down on the mat. Now I can get out fire, not pin, because that would be that would be a professional job sport type thing. And sports aren't any good. So (laughs) but this is where we'll put some of the some of the pizzazz into it. No, I understand your meaning. I get it. It's not logical.
0: I just want to say that that Sonya Deville entrance is going to be hit or miss with the, the strobe lights because it's either going to catch her throwing every punch or it's going to miss her throwing every punch. And it missed Yeah,
2: every punch. exactly.
0: So uh, Becky Lynch tosses DeVille over the top rope or over the ropes and over a table. But then when we come back from a commercial, Sonya hits like a, almost a standing Meteora that I thought was the highlight of the match. Misses a sliding knee and then Sonya is knocked into Mandy and submits to the disarm her. Okay. Sure. I'm glad Becky's well, getting some wins. But I mean, she's not in the title can- picture.
2: Becky gets wins. Mandy doesn't get losses. Sonia takes them. I thought Sonia
0: looked pretty good here. Um, she always I, always, I, always looks good. She never does I, anything except for that fucking pin thing. That well, makes every time
2: that. every time I watch her, it's against the bar of the. I saw her in kind of a not a very good match with Mandy at, at NXT Hollywood. And every time I watch her, I go, she's improving. She's improving. She's improving. I I really like her. I I just my problem was the way they set this match up and i you know i there're w- just find me a logical way as opposed to <laughs> it's always in the course of they're doing their job and all of a sudden you know it's like they're cutting promos in the back with with dasha you know <laughs> but we never see that promo and then all of a sudden becky happens to walk in how about just something in the day-to-day life or something i mean just just give me something else other than other than they're in the w w e universe doing w w e things, and then someone else from there just happens to walk by at yeah. that time, kind of like the you know what drove me nuts it was the e c three Cassius Ono setup where he's doing the photo shoot yeah <laughs> and e c three happens to walk in. It's like, okay, we get it,
0: you're Hollywood on a lower scale. <laughs> Programming note, guys, the Fightful Select Weekender podcast will take place tomorrow night as I'm heading out for vacation. Uh, I posted a Q&A show as a free preview for potential Fightful Select subscribers, so go to youtube.com slash fightful. I have a full playlist full of Fightful Select preview content, including alternate commentary I did on the Jack Gallagher-Drew Gulak UK Championship Tournament opening round. That was a lot of fun. It was a it was a grappling match, essentially. It was a good time, but I'm going to answer questions on this week's edition of the Fightful Select Weekender podcast as well. I'm going to talk 205, NXT, Ring of Honor, whatever is whatever has aired by then. Also, I'll preview this Friday's Ring of Honor, which I will not be around for. But check it out. It should be fun. Also, head over to our Fightful.com forums. I want to talk NBA free agency with you guys. No longer a free agent is... The big hog. He's back, Jeff. Is it true? He's back and you're, he's you're,
2: fantastic.
0: You're a little too intimidated by the hog. That's why you're hitting the bricks.
2: Yes. I mean, I just can't fit into the screen with the big hog around. That's,
0: that's true. You should try being on a show with a cardboard cutout of him on it every damn week.
2: Is it? Is it true to form?
0: It sure is. Moosey. Moosey. <laughs> you know, if, if he went to Impact, they wouldn't be able to call Moose Moose anymore because he's so moosey. Ellsworth comes out and tough talks Asuka, who is also not there. See a trend. Nobody is at this show. Mm-hmm. Says he's ready for her. He then takes his shirt off. And Paige comes out and makes Carmella and Asuka for Extreme Rules, which is turning into WWE Extreme Rematches 2018. Uh, We've we've had two singles, AJ and Rusev matches, although Rusev in the title picture is fresh. The leader of Worlds beat the B-team last month, but they got the renewed push. And then we have two rematches for the women's titles. Ellsworth, however, thinks that Paige wants a date with him. Instead, Paige gives him a date with Asuka in the ring next week.
2: And she dropped a see you next Tuesday. Which did she? I think she did. <laughs> which was funny. Look, James Ellsworth, this is the I I, I closed my eyes because I re-ran this and, and then caught up eventually, but this is. If this promo wasn't written by McMahon, it was written by someone who knows how to write in the style of McMahon. This is Mr. Alpha Male, machismo, sexist, BS crap. It, it, and it fits. His, his delivery wasn't the best, but it was just good enough to be awesome. And look, when he someone should have mentioned when Paige came out, she should have mentioned, look, you're out here half naked and nobody wants to see that. That's all that's that's the logical disconnect that people don't get when they're scripting this on paper as opposed to seeing it, you know, visually in their mind, which you have to do when you're writing writing a vignette. You have to see this white pasty, no chin like Ellsworth out there ready for a fight, half naked with his (laughs) with his with his bad 90s chess king outfit on you know, underwear over the jeans, and Paige just comes, what are you doing, you moron? Nobody wants to see this. Put your clothes back on. That's all she had to say to humiliate him. And then they did the date thing instead. But, you know, I love Ellsworth. I'm happy he's
0: back. He is such a good fit. He is just, he's a wonderful
2: character. You need these stupid, you need this unrepentantly stupid characters in wrestling, and he is unrepentantly stupid, and I love him.
0: I thought he was wonderful here. I thought Paige was fine here, too. She, she's she been pretty good in this role, I think.
2: I think she looked better today than she had a long time. I think it's, you know, part of it is, uh, you know, part of, part of it she's been on vacation and part of it is is good makeup choices this week, but I thought she looked really good this week.
0: I'm going to ask the people if you're lagging because... You're lagging. You're, you're lagging. You're lagging. No, no, you're lagging. No,
2: you're lagging.
0: <laughs> I think you're a laggy Maggie. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan defeated Harper with Rowan. They said, yes, a little. He should try to exit and re enter the chat. Daniel Bryan defeated Harper with Rowan. This was fine. It was okay. Nothing special. Super lag party. Uh Super lag. Brian works his way back, throws a series of drop kicks, but runs into a Harper Michinoku driver. This is my favorite spot probably of the whole show, except for maybe the Sonya uh, Meteora out of the corner of the standing Meteora. Brian also runs into a Harper drop kick. They trade punches. Brian gets a tornado DDT. And Harper was nowhere near Berlin on this discus clothesline attempt. He swung so far above, out of the way. He had no desire to connect with that. The yes lock is applied, but Rowan runs in. They kick his ass real proper. As we will say on this show, another fuck finish seems to happen an awful lot on this show. What'd you think of the match itself, Jeff?
2: Uh, I I'd like to see a better match out of these two. Cause I really like these two a lot. This was kind of a go through the motions to wait for Roan to come in and attack and get the big reveal of who's back. Who's back. Sean Rossap? It's it's, that's gotta be Kane. Kane's back. Oh, and, and whose side is he on? Oh, my God, he's coming down the ring. Oh, oh, the drama. Oh, the cliffhangers. Oh, man, is he going to attack the Bludgeon Brothers or is he going to climb in the ring and just stare at them a bit? Oh, oh, that would be drama right there. Oh, and then once he hits them, oh, and Daniel Bryan helps him clean out the ring. Daniel Bryan's not sure what side he's on. Really? Really? Oh, the, the the extended drama of oh, will he hug him or will he choke slam him? Whatever will Kane do, running for office? Will he kill his momentum for mayor by choke slamming the most over babyface in WWE? Oh, I don't think so. I think we're getting hugs.
0: <laughs> sh- Saved the best for almost last, yeah. <sighs> okay, are we
2: getting uh, Doctor Shelby next week for both Raw and SmackDown? Because you know he's the doctor for the Bailey segment.
0: He should be. <laughs> I, for one, when I first when I heard the music, I was like, "Damn, of course it is. Why wouldn't it be?" And I was actually kind of happy to see it. If they're going to do nothing with Daniel Bryan, I'd rather them do nothing in a situation that I will at least enjoy a bit of nostalgia with. But. It screams B-show
2: upper card, doesn't it? The return of Team Hell No for the World Tag Team titles. That's
0: exactly what this is, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. No, it is for, for, (laughs) I mean, Rusev in the World Title picture, Kane for the World Tag Team titles, sure. Or SmackDown Tag Team titles, yeah. And, and... Yeah, gosh. So we waste that goodwill on, of Daniel Bryan on big casts, and his next step is not only being tied with Kane again, which always seems to be the move anytime you do anything with Daniel Bryan, get him hot, but now in a world tag team title feud where they're not going to win the world tag team titles more than likely.
0: I mean, they even did this after Bryan won the championship. Mm-hmm. They put him in a feud with Kane. First feud, Kane. Yeah, always. That's the move. And he'll probably turn on Daniel Bryan and they'll feud. Oh, 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 no, 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 don't,
2: don't, don't you dare do that. Don't you do that to me. Don't you curse me like that, Sean Ross App. Don't, I can't, I, can't, oh, I, no, oh, I can't take another Kane feud. I can't.
0: Kane, Kane puts his arms Give out to hug p- Bryan and Daniel won't do it, but then he gives in and the embrace is on Give me L.A. Bryan.
2: Park. L.A. Park.
0: (laughs) Page announces the match for Extreme Rules. I'm pretty sure even this this is a rematch. Didn't they do this a bunch back in the day? And it'll be an Inferno match at Extreme Rules. (laughs) Are you proud of yourself? No. Proud of yourself. I know I'm proud of Fightful.com. You go over to FightfulWrestling.com, click that Exclusives tab. I have a list of the producers for this week's Raw. We have Analysis on Examining Momentum. Ahead of WWE pay-per-views, we have the injury report. We have the contract report. Jay White, New Japan, scheduled a media call with me and him during the NBA draft. So I asked him who he would draft to Chaos, who he would trade away. Guess who he said he'd trade away, Jeff? He said, he said Toru Yano, didn't he? He said Ghetto. Oh, uh, okay. Because he doesn't do anything. Mm. Then he kayfabe me when I say, get in heat with the booker. He said, I don't know what you're talking about. have an exclusive on Madison Rain talking about her, I think, ninth impact return. I don't know. It's been a lot. Kenny Omega revealing the process of the uh, E3 New Day situation and how he got that cleared with New Japan and their new president. Also, I had that report last week, which we'll talk about right now. Last week during SmackDown, I had this report on Fightful.com shortly after. Announcers were told not to reference NXT when Sanity made their debut. Isn't that weird? Isn't that just weird? Why isn't that weird? That's super weird.
2: Because they don't want the stain of developmental on the main roster. They only do it for the ones who were dominant in NXT, like Asuka. Asuka had a two-year run as champion in NXT. You can mention that because it makes her look good. If you just mention, oh, they were down in NXT, they weren't the champions. They were just down there. It doesn't give them a rub. I can understand why they didn't want to do that. It's their own weird backwards thing where they don't really think of... I mean, NXT is a developmental territory that they don't want to mention that they need a developmental territory because that means... That means people aren't ready for the WWE. Everybody should be ready for the WWE. You know, it, it's some weird, you know, it's their weird logic.
0: Although I will be on vacation this week, I've got a ton of stuff set to post. An exclusive interview with Flip Gordon is up on our YouTube right now. I have a story <laughs> coming up on Thursday with that, as well as uh, also the Fightful Wrestling Weekly. We have a, an article with for, or from Scarlett Harris, the one I mentioned that's on Fightful Select now, uh, comparing GLOW to WWE wrestlers. I have a new pilot series essentially called Enhancement Stories where I talk to wrestlers who would eventually become full-timers about their experiences as enhancement talent. Did you know that Gangrel wrestled in an enhancement match for WWF in 1998? Yes. Against the Big Boss Man. And while I wasn't as much into WWF in the mid-90s, I didn't realize that he was there for like a year in the mid-90s as Vampire Warrior, just jabbing. (laughs) Just straight jabbing. Also, we have Wikipedia fact check with Sanjay Dutt. Bro or no with Robbie E. I played an even better one this week. Booked or not booked with Flip Gordon. And yes, I did ask him if he would book Dennis Stamp on All In, even though RIP, Dennis Stamp is gone. That guy is a trailblazer. He literally paved the way for Flip Gordon to not be booked.
2: (laughs) You know, anytime you can get two Beyond the Mat references in a show, show? you're doing well. That's
0: why I was a little surprised earlier when you mentioned that. I was like, hey, I brought that up in an interview today. (laughs) So... We got the news. It's official now. WWE sent out the fancy press releases. It had all kinds of attachments on it. I had to download all sorts of shit.
2: <laughs> so, Did you get let me ask you, is there one that said four year position for the Emmys? No. I'm still laughing over that. It's I still get, almost they're literally chasing an Emmy and they're never gonna get it. Unless it's in reality.
0: Did somebody say, did I say 1998 with the Gangrel thing? I'm at 1988. Either way. By the way, Henry Ford gave us a donation and said, isn't Colby Covington the bee's knees or what? Beast. Yeah, sure. We interview him all the time on Fightful. He's great. Wonderful. Champion. The deal. The WWE television deal was made official. Fox, Fridays, October 2019. Are you coming back in October 2019?
2: I might be fired by then, so yeah.
0: (laughs) Cool. Yeah. (laughs) So, tentatively, Alex will replace you in the interim. And he said, well, just so you know, I might not be able to do the show when that changes. I'm like, Alex, that's a year and a half from now.
2: Yeah, a year and a half. We could all have different lives. Anna may be back in a year and a half. Who knows?
0: Anna might... Anna might be in space in a year and a half. I don't know what the hell's going to happen might, in a year and a half.
2: She might own Australian wrestling by then, I think. And that's a possibility.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think it would take her too much. Fridays, Fox. Your thoughts on this. Fridays has never been a great wrestling day on TV.
2: No, and it's it's a low bar. I mean, like like uh, I think we mentioned this uh, when we talked about the deal originally. The only two times it's been a real ratings juggernaut was in the eighties on NBC when they had Miami Vice in the block, and on the Friday uh, TGIF block when they had you know uh, Family Matters and and uh, I think Dinosaurs was in there. I can't remember. Step by Dinosaurs step. was great. Yeah, hey, look, it's 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 a can't lose proposition. If it builds more of an audience, great. If it keeps the audience it has, great. Because you have a a definite rating on a Friday then if if they can just hold the people that they have over there. I mean, it doesn't need to be a juggernaut. It just needs to get solid. And then you have it as your second act of a live four-day weekend. Even though they've lost the UFC, you have Thursday NFL, you have Friday wrestling, you have Saturday. You probably have college football on Saturday, and then you have pro football again on Sunday. It, it's live programming, mostly sports, some sports like product within there on Friday, um, and and you get to keep your uh, what eighteen to forty five year old male demographic. It's it's a good gamble for them to have. I mean, and if they don't, if they think they're spending too much money, they can send it off to FS1. But I think. I don't see that happening. I think it's going to get solid, but not spectacular ratings on Friday night.
0: I think it'll do a little bit above what it does now. Mm-hmm. I think it's about it. And yeah. if Fox expects anything else, then
2: yeah, that's the other thing is what are they expecting? Did they, did they sell, you know, the growth potential of this show? Because the fact that you need to make stars and they don't make stars anymore. They make product.
0: I think it was you that mentioned that WWE has advertisers like Bug Assault. Jeez. Not for long. Not for long, they don't.
2: How many Emmy-nominated shows do you need know to have Bug Assault for a, uh, for a sponsor? I'll Zero. be
0: honest with you. I think they're better suited for UFC anyway. I really do. <laughs> I think that demographic works a little bit better.
2: Along with Condom Depot? Bring them back?
0: They're, well, yeah, but... That's a whole nother issue. Whole nother issue. Yeah, I know. I know. My God. Guys, Fightful.com has it all Wednesday. The list and you boy. I'm working on some new platforms trying to get there. Also, trying to get my numbers up on Twitter, y'all. Follow me at Sean Sap. I'm almost at 10,000. Just make a Twitter account and follow me. I don't give a damn. You use it. The number looks pretty. Jeff, where can they follow you on social media?
2: They can follow me at Crap Game 13. Gonna plug uh, this week's Shake Them Ropes. This week's? Probably the last Shake them Ropes. Um, Ooh. For, for a while, at least. is um, gonna be stepping away for a while. And when I take this new job, I don't know what my taping schedule will be. I wanna continue the show in some ways, I wanna reconfigure it. Um, I am getting a bit tired of being the WWE completist, so I'm gonna go after certain things I want to watch. And then I'm going to go after some of the more historical content on the network. I've never seen because that excites me a little bit more than say slogging through a three hour raw where I have to watch Bailey drop S bombs.
0: That was. <laughs> I liked that beat down.
2: I liked the beat down. I just don't know if she's a baby face or a heel. Maybe,
0: <laughs> maybe that's the point, bro. Okay. Anyway, We'll figure out something. We do have a retro review going up next week. Myself and Mr. Warren Hayes reviewed the absolutely miserable ECW Hardcore Heaven 1995. That show was a pile. It was a pile. Terrible, terrible show. You know what the best match on that show was, Jeff? Luna Vashon doing anything. That's it. Just okay. Luna. Okay. Luna wrestling for the ECW tag titles in 95. That Was, was that either- the
2: three-way with with Whipwreck, Austin, and Sandman? Nope. No.
0: Nope. Cactus Jack and Sandman. And then on the top was okay. Public Enemy and The Gangstas. <laughs> well, let me tell you, Luna Vachon wrestling for the tag titles in 95 was either way ahead of its time or... Way inappropriate. (laughs) I don't know which one. But people are asking for a Luna impersonation. I'm not your trained monkey. I'm not doing that. You didn't even make a donation. But if you do, go visit omgee.com and our friends over at OMG Butter. Maybe they'll do a Luna impersonation for you. That would be fun. Check them out. Let them know that you heard about them from us.
2: Oh, God, what a card.
0: (laughs) What? Oh, Hardcore Heaven? Did you look at it? Yes. Well, since since we've got a couple minutes, I'll I'll run down it. Maybe it'll entice some people to subscribe. I will say this. I love retro reviews. The reason why I like retro reviews is because there's some real bad shit. And the benefit of covering real bad shit in retrospect is I don't have to worry what 911 does next week on Raw. I don't have to worry about what they're going to do with him. I don't have to worry about public enemies stinking up the joint against the B team next week. It was the Dudleys, and I'm not talking about Devon and Bubba Ray. I'm no, talking you're, Snot and Dudley Dudley.
2: Version Dudley's version 1.0,
0: the original their, Dudleys. Their debut at that. It was yeah. their debut against the Pitbulls. Dino Sendoff and Donnie Allen against Ch- Chad Austin and the Broad Street Bully. Hack Myers against Big Mally, who, God rest his soul, was one of the worst I have ever seen. He was so terrible, yeah, I can't I put, believe put he you. did WWF matches. Yeah. Two Cold Scorpio versus Taz with a breath of fresh air, and it's still underdelivered. Raven and Stevie Richards defend the titles against Dreamer and Vishon, Luna Vishon. Axel Rotten and Ian Rotten in a Taipei deathmatch, the most garbage Jeez. of garbage matches.
2: This is such a dumb feud. Sandman Sorry. and Cactus Jack,
0: <laughs> and then Public Enemy against the Gangsters. I will say I love Sandman matches because I like to wait to see what kind of super athletic thing he's going to try to do and likely fail at. <laughs> it is always fun and he did it he ran and he did like a standing leap over the top rope and the then he hit dropped. cactus jack with a cane on the way down and it looked really cool oh, but yeah. often he fails badly <laughs> he's, he's,
2: he's like the, uh, that uh, athletic G- <laughs> he's a gym rat who gets really really drunk and still thinks he can be athletic that's the best part of Sandman you're exactly right and then you have to watch a public enemy and gangsters match where you can't play natural born killers for half of the 1133. Oh, uh-huh. so
0: bad. So bad. Guys, thank you all so much. Thumbs up, subscribe. We are on platforms everywhere. But most importantly, visit fightful.com and fightfulwrestling.com. We're out.
1: Say goodbye